Welcome to the W. Tonight, the Timberwolves get the W. 98-86 to over the San Antonio Spurs. Wolves now 9-5. and My guest tonight, repeat guest, he was on a couple episodes ago when things were much more gloomy. Gloomier? More gloomy? They were not good two games ago. We were a little bit down, but he's back. Everything's good. Scott Tamil, live from L.A. How you doing? Oh, we're all feeling great tonight. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell by your voice, but I know you're jacked up for this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Timberwolves win a game in pretty convincing fashion. I'm not getting angry near the end of the game, not freaking out. Uh, big second quarter, and from there, I was happy. Yeah, I mean, the Wolves got the lead about midway, a little bit earlier than midway through the second quarter, and held on the entire game. Really stemmed the tide pretty well. It got within five a couple times, mm-hmm. and that's when that your heart sinks as a Timberwolves fan, and especially against the Spurs. But we were able to kind of deflect their charge a couple times, once in the third quarter, and then about midway through the fourth. And it seemed like, I don't know, like, we had it locked up even late in the game when it would get down to six, five or six points. I, I didn't really feel nervous yeah, for once. Yeah. I mean, it, we start with uh, a 13 point lead in the fourth quarter. We go into the fourth quarter with a, or no, I'm sorry. We get a, up to a 13 point lead when towns, it's a three point shot to basically open up the fourth quarter, but you're right. It gets down to five points. Uh, but then you know, uh, one of our guys hits a shot. I believe midway through the th- uh, fourth, Teague also had a big three-point shot. We were just getting timely buckets where, like you said, it gets close. It gets a little tense in the past. That's where you're like, well, here we go again. And then they go on their run. But we just kind of held them off. Yep. And it's kind of weird to say this, but I think the Wolves, the way the Spurs are currently constituted, actually match up really well with this team because you don't have Kawhi Leonard out there. Tony Parker's not playing. There was no matchup where it felt like a minus matchup for us. No. So, you know, Pau Gasol on Taj Gibson, different skill sets, but I'd say overall that's kind of a wash. Um, Towns played a lot better than LaMarcus Aldridge did tonight. Aldridge held to 5 for 14 shooting. So good night for Carl Anthony Towns. We'll talk about him a little bit more, but just with the injuries for the Spurs, the Wolves actually seemed like they matched up really well with the Spurs tonight. Yeah, and that's in spite of Butler having maybe, well, yeah, probably his worst game as a Timberwolf. I mean, like, he's on the court. He got a lot of minutes. But, uh, you know, you can argue one way or another, but, I, you know, he didn't really contribute too much in this game. Uh, no. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy B. Buckets. The B stands for brick. Besides, like, the two layups he got Mm -hmm. for his four points, beyond those, he was 0 for 11. Yeah. 0 for 11, and none of his shots even looked remotely close. I'm not worried about Butler, but it just stinks when you have such a great player have a night like that. But it it helps when everyone else picks up the slack, and uh, especially, especially the bench for the Wolves. Again, kind of the catalyst there in the second quarter. Yeah, uh, we'll get to the bench. Just one quick thing about Butler, which is he had a his shots were bad, as you said, uh, and mm-hmm. it's weird. I th- you know we haven't had him on the team long enough. I haven't watched him enough, but 
it does feel like when his shot's not falling, he becomes kind of a black hole because, you know, we would still have him hold the ball or get a play for him. And then he would just kind of dribble into traffic and, you know, hope for the best or then pass out. And then Mm -hmm. we suddenly have three seconds to get a ball up. There were a couple shot clock or near shot clock violations uh, that were frustrating to watch. And, but you know, Butler too, if he's hitting even two or three more of these shots, we are comfortable the entire game. It doesn't even get close. So it, but uh, nonetheless, yep. it's, it's a good sign that we win when one of our guys is that off. And Butler still finds a way to put stats up. He still got five assists that put him second on the team, mm-hmm. had three steals, played really good defense again, as you would expect, had a block. So it's not like he is invisible out there, but when he's shooting that poorly, you're right. He does get a little black hole mentality, not as much as you'll see out of Shabazz or even Teague at some points. Um, yeah. Butler, he he's a black hole in that he tries to get to his spot and kind of forces his way in, but he's a lot more apt to actually kick it out to an open guy. So it's good that you know he does that, is able to pick up those five assists. Jeff oh, Teague sure. leads the team with uh, six assists tonight. So those guys did a pretty good job of playmaking. Um, but, yeah. you know, before we head into that, um, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, like, even though it was Tom's birthday, had the best game, if you look just at the stat sheet, uh, I still think um, the bench is the reason we the Wolves win this game. They had a great second quarter. Uh, and in that situation, too, there was a stretch where they ran Jones, Bielitsa, and Muhammad out there. And they all were hitting shots, yeah. contributing. Uh, Bielita played. I think he was the MVP of the game, if I was handing that out, because he played great, was doing it on both ends, got in a block. But, yeah, he was just making good plays, playing good defense, and knocking down shots. I mean, it's like he is a great player who is should be seeing even more minutes as so the season goes on. I mean, he, he did play 22 off the bench, which is a lot. Yep. And that's because I believe Taj got in some early foul trouble. Um, Carl was not too bad with the the fouls. I think Taj, though, early on, he got two pretty quick. So that got Bielitsa in uh, pretty early. And again, Jang is still out. And, you know, it's just, it's a shame. I like Gorgie Jang, but to see this team without him and just imagine where we could reapportion those $16 million a year that he's getting to improve a team that had a really good performance tonight. Jeng is just kind of an extra piece that it doesn't feel like he's crucial to the team. So, I mean, we'll delve into that maybe when he comes back and, you know, is back in the rotation. So we won't go too far into that, but um, yeah, it's just a shame that, we're paying him that much. I wish he'd be making $8 million and we could take that $8 million and maybe upgrade Shabazz's position to somebody who's a little bit more consistent three-point shooter. Again, I think I'm going outside the realm of this game, and I told you we're going to keep mm-hmm. it at 20 minutes, so I'm going to refocus mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, second quarter is really where we turned it around. First quarter, a lot of long twos. I think we were one of nine from long, or not from long distance, but from long twos. And everyone was just bricking him. Wiggins didn't have a great shooting night. Four of 11. I would guess all of his four came right at the rim. His long twos were way off. Butler's, we have already talked about that. He was way off from long two. It's just, 
these guys, if you're going to shoot that long two, you might as well take the step back and take the three. And so yeah, the, and the first quarter was was pretty frustrating. Yeah, and the announcing crew, uh, they pointed that out as well. Like, they, they just a lot of long twos. Even I believe they were saying, you know, at one point, just take another step back. You know, if, you, if you're an yep. inch in front, it, it does you no good. You might as well be shooting a three. But, uh, yeah. It, so, it's second a, quarter. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, 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 go. <laughs> second quarter, things turn around right, essentially, when the bench comes in. You mentioned Tyus Jones, um, Nemanja Bialica, and they those guys come in, and the game just turns around. And I think it was the episode with you where I asked, why is Carl not involved in more 1-5 pick and rolls? It seems like it works every time. And there was the run where we went from essentially a tie game to... Or no, I think we were down by a couple, and then we ended up up by five or six, where it was literally five or six possessions in a row of Tyus and Towns running a pick and roll at the top of the key, and it was just money, 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 money. It was either a Towns layup, a Tyus jumper, Towns layup, Tyus layup. It just mm-hmm. worked five or six straight times, and that's what I was looking for earlier in the season, even when Butler and Teague came back in. They ran it a couple more times there in the second quarter, and it was just, you could take, take it to the bank every time. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the way the positioning of the offense is going right now, uh, sometimes it, it Towns is planted in the corner. Uh, this game, if you look at his shot chart, the majority of his made baskets were from just, you know, right under the cylinder, basically. And then he's got yep. two shots made from just uh, around the free throw line, and then he had those two threes. But he only took a couple, uh, looks like four shots. Uh, well, he well he missed more than that, but there, the four notable shots that he missed were all outside of the paint. You know, they were deep or, or mid-range. So, yeah, you, you want, and especially uh, in a game like this where if he's matching up because LMA also had foul trouble early. If he's matching up against Gasol, he should be able to, and he did basically just bully him. You know, he's, he's younger, he's stronger. He's just a better player at this point. So it was and, nice to and see. And we talked about this. Yeah. In the last episode with Manny Hill, that towns, the last couple of games has just played a lot more under control. He's not flailing around, jumping on defense. I, someone on Twitter mentioned it looked like a cat chasing a laser pointer on defense, which was a pretty good analogy, I think. Yeah, but the no, last couple of games, he's just, he 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 stayed grounded. He's usually in pretty good position. There were still a couple breakdowns, still a couple times mm-hmm. where he complained about a call on the other side and then didn't get back, and it's free points for the Spurs. But overall, I think his defense is starting to come around a little bit, and he's still going to put up the twenty six, what sixteen rebounds today. So two blocks he added tonight. Um, Defense just looking a lot better for Carl. Yeah, and and he benefited because he wasn't playing against a, a crazy fast uh, lineup. When he's matching up against Gasol, Gasol's not going to blow by him. Uh, and he kept his hand, as you said, he didn't get, he didn't jump too much. He almost bit on a, he did bite on a pump fake with uh, against Aldridge, but he didn't run into him on that chance. Uh, you're right though. There was the one play uh, where. He thought he got fouled. He pr- pretty much did get fouled. He was going up for that dunk. The play's going the other way, and 
it, I believe Danny Green hits a three, but it was a slow yeah. build up to that, and he still wasn't back. <laughs> and yeah. evidently, I mean, according they, they to moved tw- it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, according to Twitter, after that play, you get a timeout. Tibbs says, and I'll keep it clean, but it's like, are you <laughs> effing serious right now? Get the f back is what he yelled. And I have to imagine that was to Towns when he's just yelling at the ref and letting the play go on. Thank you for cleaning that up because there is a checkbox when I submit these podcasts. Does it contain explicit content? So I don't want to have to check that checkbox. No, no. There was like a decent number. I don't want to turn away the kids. And there was a decent amount of swearing in this game that uh, the Fox Sports North uh, (laughs) uh, feed picked up. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, well, after a decade plus of KG running out there, I think they're just letting it roll. So Wolves play uh, pretty good defense tonight. And you mentioned that, you know, Towns didn't have to play anybody with much speed. And I think that is part of why the Wolves match up pretty good with the Spurs is that what would you say the Wolves have been the worst at this season? I would say transition defense, getting back on defense, fast break points. And that the Spurs just don't do that. They take their time. They get set up into their offense, which it's a good offense. I can't blame them. You know, when you go on the fast break, sometimes you can get sloppy with the ball. But that's the Wolves' biggest weakness, and the Spurs just didn't attack it. Uh, Yeah, and um, I thank them for it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know, but it's just nice because you don't have to worry about it as much. So right. the Wolves and, and it, could get back, get set on defense, and then when the when the Wolves are able to get back and get into position, that's when they play their best defense. That's when anyone plays their best defense. So it's fortunate that the Spurs played like that. Yeah, well, that will absolutely change. I mean, it's not like they'll go light speed after Kawhi gets back. But he would obviously, you know, one of the best players in the game. Of course, he's going to change how they play, but... Uh, I mean, again, kind of saying like uh, against uh, uh, the Jazz without Gobert, it's still a game you you almost have to win if your their stars are out. Otherwise, it's embarrassing, and you can't drop a game. And you know, just to look ahead now, uh, suddenly the Wolves have won. Uh, and if we're talking about possible uh, teams who we're going to have to keep ahead of, New Orleans drops a game tonight against. Uh, an Eastern Conference of the Toronto Raptors. So, you know, it, it seems crazy now, but I am still obsessing about the schedule being like, well, that's a big win. You know, we have to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to win these games. And then looking ahead, we have, we're at Dallas in a couple days. Uh, that is a game, again, because they're terrible, you have to win. You know, uh, sure. it, you don't want to call it like that. Not every game is a trap game, but, it, you know, it would not shock me if somehow this Dallas game comes down to the wire. And yeah, Dallas is one of those teams that it just seems like anytime the Wolves go there, they have a little trouble. Maybe an aging Dirk is no longer much of a problem to them. Uh, Dennis Smith, the rookie, looks pretty explosive, so hopefully... Teague is on his best behavior defensively. He can have lapses. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that game. But just going looking at some of the numbers of tonight's game, again, we mentioned Carl had 26 and 16. Taj had 10 points and 8 boards. Jimmy Butler, 2 of 13. He shot 15 
5.4% tonight. But he did get yeah. those five assists, the three steals, a block. And Jeff Teague had 16 points, six assists. Uh, both of our boys, uh, Tyus Jones, Nemanja Bialica, came in, sparked that second quarter. Bialica mm-hmm. with 11 points in 22 minutes. Also grabbed four boards, two assists, had a block, just played really good defense. And the last episode, me and Manny Hill were talking about how Nemanja Bialica is kind of our resident spur. Like, he plays like he should be in the gray and black over on the other side of the court. And it's nice to have a player like that who's just fundamentally strong, usually in the right position. He does foul a little bit more than you'd like, but he does get some strips. He had the big block tonight. He hits shots. He passes to the open man. He's all, he's in the right position a lot of the times, like the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. He, and he knows what he's good at. And he has actually cut down. Last year, he did all this a lot where he would kind of just get the ball and recklessly drive towards the net and just kind of charge through. Uh, and he's really... He's, he's really good at that drive where he's not really angling towards the hoop. It's mm-hmm. almost like he's running right along the side of the lane, and then mm-hmm. he just kind of flips it up and banks it in. Well, he got that it's, one to that's drop a tough, that's a tough. That's a tough shot to hit. That He's actually become not a master at it, but he's become a really good shooter at that shot because the defender is probably assuming that he's going to try to angle it in. Instead, Belly just keeps running towards the out-of-bounds line, does the little flip over his head, and banks it in. Yeah, and and I know we're, you know, you can be hard on Baz sometimes, but he had a good game tonight. It was, and he finally yeah. hit a three, and, uh, right. you know, he was... Uh, Send it off to Canton. Yes, yes, he he's a, he's a good... He, he did exactly what you want him to do in this situation, which is come off the bench, provide energy, like not be afraid to take the shots. And in this instance, the shots were falling. So good on him. Nine, nine points, 12 minutes. And again, another, you might have to send two Shabazz basketballs out to Canton because did you see his assist? Uh, he yes. had an assist to Jimmy Butler. So it was an assist in which Jimmy, in which Shabazz was within five feet of the hoop and did not shoot it. Yes, and that that, that does remind me, there was another play that was highlighted as well where Wiggins was driving. I believe it was a three on two even, and rather than take a tough, you know, uh, contested shot at the rim, he swings it out to Teague who nails a three in the corner. So yep. Everyone so send is that one off to Canton. <laughs> Everyone is like, uh, it's a Martin, good game. Is it? Who's the pharma bro guy? Martin Screlly. He's probably going to oh, auction yes. off those those three yes. basketballs. Uh, very Wu Tang album. Yes, yeah, they're very current. <laughs> uh, Come on, just right finger your... on the pulse. <laughs> I'm deep in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. So Wolves win tonight, ninety-eight to eighty-six. Like we said, it was very comfortable. And uh, we shot 9 of 18 from three-pointers. Spurs were only 7 of 24. We ended up out free-throwing them. It, late in the game, they put up the stat that the Wolves have had more free-throws than their opponent in every game. And we had only shot 8 at that point in the fourth quarter. We actually end up doubling that pretty quick. So we got 16 free-throws. Spurs had 15. So Wolves have shot more free-throws than their opponents in every single game this year. Not bad. Feels good. If you're not if you're not going to be a good three point shooting team, 
you got to be a team that gets to the line. And again, I think uh, main takeaway from this game, I would say the defense was just, it was solid. I don't want to say it was incredible, but when you hold a team like the Spurs to 86 points, sure, they don't play very fast, but to keep that team down that long, I'll take that as a, a pretty positive sign and a big step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like we all know they were playing shorthanded, but it was a solid game. And I'll take the win because we need these wins against Western Conference teams. All right. Well, I think we actually kept this around 20 minutes. So good on us. See, we're getting we're improving as the Wolves are improving. Yes. yes. One step at a time. It's it's a, an exciting, brave new world. Uh, I, I I mean, we're the wolves are still sitting pretty. I'm happy. Yeah, nine and five right now. If the playoffs started today, we would be the three seed playing mm-hmm. against Memphis. Things are sure to shift around here, but you know, it's not like it's a small sample size anymore. Fourteen games. What is that? Like a sixth of the season, maybe. It's something you can start to draw some conclusions from, I think. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's still, it's a rough, rough conference. I mean, let's just, uh, let's just keep on trucking. <laughs> keep on trucking. Well, uh, Tibbs, I'm sure, will make t-shirts that say keep on trucking and put them around the locker room. Like, that's kind of a Zimmer move, isn't it? Mike Zimmer, didn't he like put stuffed animals or something I, I, last season? More, more like a PJ <laughs> Fleck thing where it's just like, all right. Oh, that's true. All right. Now we've really hit the end of the podcast once we yeah, we got it. We go should for go for football. Let's go. get out of here. So Wolves win 98-86. Next up, they will play Dallas on Friday night. We, of course, will have the recap afterwards. Scott, thank you for joining me. I'm sure we'll be talking again very soon. Yeah. Can't wait to be back on the W. that's all we get two in a row two w's so we'll go for w number three in a row friday night come back and listen to the recap afterwards here on the w